Let me tell you of the days of high adventure. What's up, everybody? This is Kevin. And this is John. And this is Six Degrees of Schwarzenegger, the podcast where we take a long, hard look at some of our favorite action movies from the era of Arnold. Schwarzenegger is the icon of the genre, and we're taking a deep dive into some of these 80s and 90s cult action movies and breaking them all the way down. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, guys. Uh, we're joined once again by Sam to talk more about Point Break. We are honored. Hello, everybody. What up, Sam? So you, aside from myself, you're the biggest Point Break fan I know. Like, do you remember where you found this movie, how you how it came on your radar? Oh, that's a great question. I don't. I know it was uh, probably me going to Blockbuster and grabbing it when I was a kid. Okay, um, so you were renting a lot? Oh, I went to town. Uh, probably a 20-second uh, <laughs> sidebar story. I was born in uh, Europe, Bulgaria. Moved to Chicago when I was 11, so didn't really speak English, whatever. Still remember to this day, the first movie I rented from Blockbuster was uh, of You to a Kill, the last Roger Moore, mm, uh, James oh, nice. Bond. Yeah. So I got hooked on uh, Blockbuster, and just um, I'm sure it was in that era, like yeah. mid-90s. Nice. I think I watched it on, like... W-A-T-L. I don't think it was like a heavy rotation on TBS or TNT, but it was on one of the other channels, like on a pretty regular basis. It, it is one of the, we mentioned this earlier, and I'm sure we're going to mention it again, but it's one of the first movies where you actually do root for the bad guy. Yeah, oh, totally. What about you, John? It would have had to have been on cable, like growing up, like 2, 5, or 11, as we call them here, <laughs> growing yeah. up, like Fox, W-A-T-L. Yeah. It was on one of those channels, and then, right? and I, think I think it was think, on channel 36. And then I, I don't think that I saw the full, like the full uncut version until... Like high school, probably. Yeah, I think I got, I think I bought it on VHS. And then, of course, I had to get the DVD, like when I was building out a DVD collection. It's like essential. Um, you, yeah. you wonder why regular TV is dying because they're not showing more point break in movies like that. <laughs> exactly. Like, what, remember when you used to just kind of sit down at home after school or after work, whatever, you turn on TNT and there's just like one of those classic yeah, movies like, and you're like, you just got hooked, right? TBS you're like, or TNT this. or WGN or like USA on the weekends. Absolutely. Just, just play, watch those movies. Put it on repeat and people are going to watch. They will. We are living proof. Where we last left off, uh, what? Utah and Tyler have just finished surf lessons for the day. Right. Utah um, has admired Bodie from afar. <laughs> Bodie's crew is starting to throw a football around on the beach, which is apparently the same beach that they played soccer in in Karate Kid. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> that's like my, one of my favorite movies, but that's like they shoot a lot of stuff on that one beach in Malibu. Yeah, but I, I, it's kind of awesome. You, you've, you know, you're waiting for Johnny to show up with his motorcycle oh, and dude. throw the stereo at Daniel. Anyway. It's, I don't picture these guys as like a football playing crew. But I think well, it's they're, still they're cool. tough, though. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, they, I'm sure they tried everything at one point or another. Yeah. I kind of like that they're football. I mean, we'll get into more of it, but I like that they're that they like football. Anyway, Bodie sneaks up behind Tyler. He sort of looks at Utah. You can see Patrick Swayze in the background, like, like telling don't, him, "Don't yeah. tell, don't tell." And he like grabs her and kisses her, and we're immediately sort of clued in that they've had a relationship in the past. Yeah, um, and Utah seems a little uncomfortable because yeah. I guess he had his eye on her. Beyond just using her as a 
as a contact or whatever. <laughs> Beyond right? lying to her. Yeah, true. <laughs> and, and just just knowing that he, she was with uh, Bodhi, uh, it just shows you that this character is about to play a huge role. I mean, this yeah, guy is because he's kind of takes her. Though. He kind of takes her, and he's like, "So what's up? You replaced me. Who's this guy?" Exactly. You know, and then he's like, "I really like his surfboard or something." He's he likes his surfboard. <laughs> he mocks. He's like, "Yeah, that's a that's a that's surfboard, a surfboard. All right. And, and, it reminds me of a '57 Chevy." And, and the way everybody talks about him, and the way people look at him, you can tell he's kind of like the, the the gang leader, right? He's he's oh clearly. Yeah. Top dog. He's like the alpha on the beach or whatever. Yeah. Someone sure. in the gang lobs a football in their direction. Yeah. And Johnny adeptly, adroitly plucks it out of the air, which impresses the shit out of Bodie. Apparently that one yeah. catch. He's yeah. like, oh, nice, catch. like, nice catch. Wait, before we move too far along from, from Bodie getting like handsy on Tyler, how long ago do you think they were dating? Like how far in the past? Six months. Yeah, six months a year max. Yeah. Okay, so recent. it's not it's not very recent for him breakup. to use language like you replaced me. I yeah. think it has to be within recent memory. I also feel their type of relationship was on and off. And at this point, it was off. And it's probably going to be on again at some point. At least in Bodhi's mind, or both. Uh, both. Like, let's say, um, uh, Johnny. Well, you didn't know what? Show he up. seems like that dude who he's fluid. He man. Did, but remember, he leaves. At the end of every exactly. summer, he's off somewhere so else. So up, do you think they were hooked up last summer? Exactly, and and and, and mm, they both their minds. They probably thought that maybe they probably see each other around this summer. But I bet it was yeah. last year. Perhaps, now that I think about yeah. it, or I guess it could have been at the very beginning. But he's of the been summer. busy robbing banks too. So who knows? Well, we don't know that. <laughs> oh, you're right. Not yet. <laughs> That's true. Spoiler. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so they they like his football style, and they invite him to join their game. And the game is fucking awesome. Bodie and Utah are named their respective teams' quarterbacks. Of course, not surprising. Um, I didn't realize Keanu was a southpaw. Uh, yeah, he's a lefty. He's no lefty, idea. yeah. Um, not he, very like not his uh, mechanics don't look great. Well, no. I mean, <laughs> he worked with some UCLA football. They said coaches. it was like Jim Neuheisel, like oh, that's cool. coached yeah. him up on like on the set or whatever. Yeah, it's cool. It could have looked a lot worse. It could have looked like me, like a baby deer just born, <laughs> yeah. like walking around. And remember again, the Rose Bowl used to be a big, big deal. Oh, it was the mean, it was the granddaddy of the mall. Yeah, yeah. In this era, early nineties, it still was what it used to be. Uh-huh. Think, yeah. So at one point in the game, like they're going back and forth, Bodie tackles the shit out of Johnny. It's kind of a rough walk. Oh, he sacks him. Yeah, a like, bit. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't know, kind of. I think both liked it. He gave him a little extra at the I, end. I, yeah, yeah. But I think both liked it in their own but way. I think they're both they're they're sort of both a, a couple like of alpha dogs. Oh yeah, exactly. Right? Especially you know Utah's used to be in like at least the the best guy on the football field. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And then just like the next player, a couple of plays later, Bodie gets the ball and Johnny lays out like what? Five guys. He like is leveling these dudes to chase down Bodie. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's dropping Roach and whoever else was in his way. <laughs> and he tackles him into the waves. Yeah. Apparently way out of the field of play. Yeah. Well, I feel like he saved the game with that tackle though. Like I feel like that was for the game. <laughs> I, I think it was pretty just money that it was into the water too. I mean, yeah, like, yeah. It definitely woke up Bodie. And reminiscent like, of like things to come between well, the two of them. They get up, the energy is crackling. They're just staring the crew, each other yeah, down. His crew is pissed as well. Like Bodie's Everyone crew. Is, yeah, Roach is oh. like, don't you think that I was love, kind of out of line? I love Roach. And that's when Bodie's like, what the guy, whoa, whoa, don't you know who this is? And they're like, no, I don't know who this is. He's like, this is Johnny Utah, quarterback, Ohio State. <laughs> Number nine. <laughs> like, I guess they would know. I mean, they're fans. You know what the weird thing is that in a way the movie's trying to make it or the 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 writers are trying to make it as if if is if, if Bodie knows who Johnny Utah is, even before anybody knows. Do you think he knew 
We were talking about this. Did he know from the moment he saw him or only once he saw him play some football? I, but that's the thing. I, I, I don't, he, he probably didn't. No, 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 no. The fact that he may have known that he's an undercover agent and was playing a game from the very beginning. I can't see that. No, no, it's not that that was fact. I think the way they they directed the scenes, I think they want you to always feel uncomfortable. There's something. With what does he know? Yeah. What does he not There's know? There's something I'm, a little mystical about Bodhi. It's almost, oh, like, totally. Bo- it's almost like Bodhi is on top of everything, right? So you have no idea what Bodhi knows about the FBI and what he doesn't know about the FBI. Now, again, I'm giving him a little too much credit here, but I'm just <laughs> saying, what do the, the, the writers actually want you to believe at that point? They want you to be a little uncomfortable. I do think he's that guy who can like peer into your soul. Exactly. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So we, then we oh. get a little, we get a little exposition be a story. I love, I love where Roach, Oh, I can't leave this without where he oh, says yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, this is Johnny Utah. Blah, blah. And he's like, Johnny fucking Utah. Sorry, man. Didn't mean to get in your face. <laughs> like he's so it's, cool. All of it's a sudden. totally okay that you laid Bodie like, out oh, before. As long as you're Johnny Utah, it's cool that you took Bodie out. I just love that. Oh, sorry, man. Didn't mean to get in your face. He's like so chill about it immediately. <laughs> He's a born follower of Roach. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, whatever. He's yeah, whatever Bodie, Roach whatever Bodie says. Yeah. Whatever Bodie says, that's how we're going to do it. Exactly. So we learned that, uh, that Johnny Utah was the hero of the Rose Bowl for Ohio State yeah. until he blew out his knee in the fourth mm. quarter yep. and had to quit football, uh, missed his window to go pro. Apparently. Yeah, which nowadays that wouldn't really end no, the guy's career. No. But he says it was like two years of surgeries. Do you, do you think uh, his character in The Replacements was <laughs> based on Johnny Utah? I've never seen that, but in The that Replacements, he was an Ohio State quarterback, right? Like I think I it was even forget. Ohio State. Was he? I don't Someone been, said that. I've never seen The Replacements. That movie's good. Is that it? Good. Yeah. Is that the one with Gene Hackman? Yeah. Yes. Okay. It's a great movie. It's really good. I miss Gene Hackman. I think he's like retired from acting now. Yeah. He's incredible. He's old, man. He's, he's always so 90. good. I, he he's pushing 90. He's up there. He was old during Unforgiven, and that was oh, almost dude. 30 years ago. One of the best movies ever. Amazing. Okay. Um, Utah lies, says he went to law school after football. And this is where at least it's valuable that he didn't give him a fake name earlier. Right. Exactly. Like, because now they, if he had told him like he was Johnny, what, Johnny Nevada, then, <laughs> then they'd have been like, no, dude, you're Johnny Utah. Johnny Rhode Island. Johnny Rhode Island. <laughs> So it, by the end of this scene, it, it's safe to say that he's been accepted, yeah. at least preliminarily, into the tribe. And I think it's like Nathaniel maybe is like, lawyers don't surf. And like little did he know how right he was. Well, but Bodie but, immediately sticks up yeah, for him. Yeah, Bodie's got his back. Again, the- though, I feel Bodie is one of those things where, you know, you keep your friends close, keep your enemies I, closer. 100%. I think Bodie just sizes him up from the very first second and wants to know more about who this guy is. And he's smelling. Something's fishy. You think? I, I, he's not, I don't think he's his buddy. But there's a line he says later that, I, that we'll touch on that makes me agree with you. I, I don't. I don't even know what that line is. We'll get to it. I guess at some point. But I just even just me watching, I was felt uncomfortable because I'm like, Bodie knows something here. Well, yeah. Both of what you were saying is like they're both alphas, and so I think Bodie is in that he's also able to peer into people's souls and yeah. sort of manipulate them and to like get them to like I know bend to his will that he would do that to someone else that he feels like is on his exactly. equal playing yeah. field. And He's there's like, a lot of fake love going on between both of them. So now we're cut back, to FBI back at the FBI or... ranch. Harp is absolutely manic. He's like, livid. <laughs> He's like, we don't even know why. No, it's no, just cut to he's mid rant. He is livid and he is bothered in general by Johnny's very existence, and that's all we're that's all we know about. I guess because he showed up at the office with a surfboard. He's, he's in sur- 
both he and Pappas are like in beach bum kind of clothes. And he's like chewing them out. He's like, you know, you've been doing this for two weeks and you've given me squat. The ex presidents have robbed three more banks or whatever. <laughs> and then he's like, yes, the clothes bother me. You know, yes, this. He's like, and yes, you bother me. <laughs> I guess because you can hear that scene, right? Is it because he's like a classic G-man? Is it just because he's so by the book? I don't know what his problem is. Fucking out of control. That's what he says. Does either does any one of you have anything even remotely interesting to tell me? (laughs) What does Utah say? Like I I hit my first curl this morning or something like (laughs) that, sir. Sir. And oh, and he's. The thing is, Utah, when they're walking back out, Utah's like saying, I don't, what's he so mad about? Like, we're h- handling our caseload and I'm doing all the surfing it's stuff on my point. own time. It's a good point. But he doesn't like him carrying the surfboard around in the office. You also see that long tracking shots are de rigueur in the he FBI is, office. And Pappas is telling him, like, you know, do you have to like rub his nose in it though? He's like, why do you have the surfboard? And he's like, well, it sticks out the window of my car. Like, I can't, I can't, I can't lock, lock the car. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of awesome. In this scene, like, John C. McGinley, though, chewing scenery, like, again. He's incredible. It's got to be so much fun to play like the asshole, you know, as opposed to just if you're playing like the the guy in the forensics lab or whatever. Like, it's just fun to be a jerky guy. Sometimes. Oh, yeah. I got to think so. It's funner than being like just the pure hearted, you know, good guy boss or whatever. Yeah, there's nothing interesting about that. Just going off. I mean, you feel like a lot of that's unscripted. He probably just goes in a rant, right? Yeah. He makes it seem like it for sure. But what, Utah's got a bright idea. He right. does. He go, they go to the forensics lab. <laughs> Johnny Utah, forensics evidence. So they have some results on the toxins that were found on a hair from one of the ex-presidents. It shows how great the ex-presidents are, right? That they've been robbing banks for three years and they've got one hair. So Utah has a theory. Um, he says that the beaches are always being closed for waste spills, which that begs the question for me, why are people in the water? Anyway. Um, the surfers, surfers don't care. Yeah, That's apparently. my theory is the surfers don't care there's a waste spill. Uh, surfers are territorial, and they should be able to collect samples and find which beach has water with the same toxins as mm-hmm. the one hair strand. I like the theory. Do you yeah. think that territorial thing is, like, true? It's certainly not know. true for Bodie. I was going to say, out. I don't think that Bodie goes. But maybe for most surfers. Well, I, that's what I was saying. I think that's uh, that whole go back to the valley, man. You you can kind of feel like, like this is guys, our turf. They are territorial. Yeah. Now, Bodie, maybe not. But but and you're right. The theory is great as far as the um, the spills. The execution of that scene is a little maybe one of the few cheesy parts of the movie. Maybe yeah. the only we cheesy agree. Part of the we movie. all agree on this. We're going to sort of breeze past that. Like they go out to collect some hair samples and it's a little corny. That That's the only it's meant to be corny, funny. Yeah. Um, but it's just a few minutes that we won't get back if we spend talking about it. The buddy relationship through all this between Pappas and Utah is like getting better and better yeah. by the scene. No, they. I think they've come to respect each other, Utah and Pappas. Yeah. yeah. But by the way, Pappas has probably not had so much fun in assignments in years. That's true. He's like, he loves looking at these bikini babes or whatever, right? Totally. Um, so the samples, like lo and behold, they get a match that leads them to Latigo Beach. That's uh, that's when Utah gives like the title line <laughs> of the movie. He's like, nice point break. It's like long workable rides. So our theory is, <laughs> or John's theory that I've tagged along with is anytime a character says the name of the movie in the movie, that's your permission to walk out yeah. if you want to. You can get up and leave. Just leave. <laughs> no one's walking out on this movie because this yeah. movie's too fucking good. Everyone's like, I'd <laughs> stay and watch it twice. Yeah. They, I wish they said point break more. <laughs> um, anyway, so they send Utah right to Latigo Beach. He's like, going to scope it out and see if there's anyone there who seems like shady 
who within mere moments runs afoul of some locals who are like, <laughs> get the fuck out of my way. Yeah, some dude, he like, he gets in War Child's way. We don't know his name yet. And then Bunker. And then he does it to he a like, different guy. steals away from Bunker and Bunker like sucker punches him. That is that line, the valley. Yeah, go back line, to the yeah. valley, man. Yeah. He like cuts his leash. Lightness well. counts, asshole. Dude, he like he takes his knife out, which you think maybe he's gonna knife Utah. Yeah. And then he cuts his leash, which is like brutal though, because that kind of injured day, I think, as a surfer. You're like, well, now I'll lose my board if I right. like yeah. you wipe out. Yeah. yeah. Um Utah's like frustrated because he feels like they're not getting anywhere with this, which I mean, dude, these guys seem pretty likely at this point. But um Pappas tells him, like, nah, man, stick it out. You know, when you see these guys, you'll know it because they're like a group within the group. Right. He loses sight of Utah, who, <laughs> who's in the showers. And Showering he, up. He sort of gets Wait, the, the water turned off on we him. We forgot about Yeah, Utah's just talking into a towel, which is pretty conspicuous. Like, he's holding it up to his face and talking. You can see the antenna sticking out. <laughs> he's not the best at undercover. No, he's not. Uh, yeah, he's awfully green. Uh, you, I know, Sam, this is a scene as near and dear to you because you say it in the office all the time that when the surfers surround him at the shower... <laughs> You're just laughing. No, I know, but you're still better better at oh, saying it. Oh, I don't know. Which part? Well, which, which part are you referring who? to? Ketis? Oh, or, uh, they get it right. They surround him and they're threatening him. <laughs> and that's, uh, uh, whatever. He's like, this is, yeah, Utah's like, this is the part where you guys, like, tell me about how the locals rule and I should uh, stay away from your breaks or whatever. And then yeah. Anthony Ketis, my guy, that's my one of my all-time favorite bands, Chili Peppers. Like that would be a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, no, it is he's well cast in this role, though. Uh, he the, looks like just a surfer. It's good. the role he was born to play. It's, I think it's the same year that uh, Blood Sugar Sex Magic came out. So, like dude. under the bridge. I mean, you're talking oh. about a better time to just cast this dude. Like he is hot, hot at the moment. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's. I am a, such a Chili Peppers fan. I can't even tell you. So seeing him just doing anything is yeah. incredible to me. Yeah. But. The weird hair on all the dudes have sort of like goon hair, like like uh, th- uh what um punk hair. Yeah, including uh, Vincent Clinn playing uh, War Child, who is also the villain in Cyborg, which is a movie yeah. we're definitely going to do one day. He looked familiar, uh, Van Damme flick. Yeah, yeah, he looks so familiar. Exactly. I just sort of see it when you said that. Van Damme flick. That's uh, awesome on uh, Canon Films. Also, Utah to his credit, man, he wants to fight all of them. He like just is ready to go, like all four of them. He's like, let's let's go then, right? Is that when he hits? He hits Warchild with the surfboard. Yeah, he, and he, he hits snaps the, it in half. Hits him in the midsection. Warchild breaks it, and they all start just like kicking the shit out of him. Yeah, I love. And Pappas is sort of like he can't see anything, right? Because Utah's like hidden behind some bushes or whatever. And he's like, you better not be trying to score any babes or whatever. He's like <laughs> coming. To, he's coming to help him out. And this is like underdeveloped land that probably today is like all hotels and like nice. Yeah, uh, no, that I mean? beach. I was looking at it on like Google Maps recently to see if you could recognize it, and it if they were actually shooting there, it's unrecognizable from exactly. to what it looks oh, like really? today. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a shame. It's that's Malibu. Shame. I mean, it's like yeah. yeah, that's some prime fucking real estate. But Bodie like materializes from nowhere. He's like, like just there, and he and he saves Utah's ass. Yeah, he's a. Ass kicker, man. Yeah, he, tell, he tells you. He tells the guys that Utah's with him. The guys are like, you know, this is not your fight. Get the fuck out of here. Um, everyone sort of mellows for a second before Utah well, picks the shit back. Those up. Those dudes like clearly res- they know who Bodie is and they respect him. Like yeah. so, yeah. Bodie's like the fucking king of the beach or whatever yeah. for the whole area. I he think. is for sure. 
but yeah, like you say, sort of Utah feigns like a peace offering. And then he sucker punches uh, Bunker. He's like, well, I'm really glad we met. He's like, oh, yeah, why? And he just, bam, punches him in the face and it's back on again. Yeah. Oh, beautiful scene. That's no, a great scene. Oh, yeah. The two of them are able to take out all four of the other guys. These guys are fighters, especially fucking Swayze, Pete man. Swayze. No, I, I mean, and, and I think it's uh, right after that is when they uh, they walk down the street and he invites him that, to his party. Yes. So that's one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Is, is like, Do we think, is Swayze like, was he known as a martial artist? Like 100%. at this point, yeah. Well, he had done. I know Roadhouse, he done Roadhouse. Yeah, yeah. And he'd yeah. been like shown fighting prowess in other yeah. movies and stuff. So the thing about Swayze is, uh, this was, you know, I, I, I believe that it's Swayze that makes the movie, not Keanu Reeves. Totally. Um, yes. Which, which, but most people that haven't let are not huge fans. They probably recognize Keanu Reeves and be like, oh, it's Keanu. You know, whatever. It's cheesy. You know, he doesn't. He's not a great actor or whatever. Like, but Patrick Swayze, like we just said, he's coming off of Ghost, right? Yeah. He's coming off of Roadhouse. You know, classic, obviously. <laughs> Big blockbusters. A huge blockbuster. He's yeah. one of the top actors in the world at the time, but. Controversially, I mean, his look is completely different at this time. I mean, he's a com- true badass. Before that, I mean, if you really look at the way he, his characters were in Ghost or Roadhouse, any of the other movies, he looked the same, right? Clean Always cut. Always clean cut. Yeah. Shorter hair. Yeah. Even, back to out, hair. even back to Outsiders. Like yeah. Outsiders, Red yeah. Dawn, yeah. Dirty Dancing, exactly. everything. He was all very of a like, sudden, clean cut. boom, comes Beard, this movie. Like shaggy hair. This is like, and, and I imagine all of his like girl like fans were like, oh my God. He's a Patrick, bad boy he's, now. He's a bad boy. I haven't seen him like this before. <laughs> yeah. and, and he's got, you know, the scruff look like with the long kind of. Did you even think Patrick Swayze had curly hair before that movie? Like, oh my God, <laughs> look at him. He's so dreamy. And of course, I buy just it. absolute <laughs> badass. <laughs> So he was always like a he was always a good guy in all his movies, whether it was an action movie. Even in Roadhouse, he's a nice guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he with a be, troubled he beats past. some ass. Yeah, but he's a nice guy. Ghost, whatever, etc. But you got this movie, he's a true badass for the first time and basically the last time of his career, because his career kind of went downhill, his health yeah, you know, yeah. went downhill sadly. But this is his if Patrick Swayze is a nice sunny day, you know, this movie is a nice sunset. Okay. I like That's that. Awesome. I like that. We have a bonding moment of Zen surfing on on the on the roadway here. Yeah. Um, Where's Pappas at this point? Kind of just well, trying. To they, so they pass him. They yeah. pass him as they're walking out. He runs down and he's. You guys see a kid run through it with he, a car stereo? Oh, that's right. He's like, you guys see a kid with car stereo? He stole it. And that's when Utah's like, nah, but there's some guys back there you should check out. Uh, and like that works because on one hand he's telling Pappas like. We want to watch these guys, but from from Bodhi's perspective, he's like, Joe, well, you, like you like to stir up some shit, don't yeah, you? Yeah. Like you're letting you're sending this guy to get his ass kicked by a war child in them. That's fucking yeah, so awesome. We get some exposition. Bodhi explains to to Johnny who those guys were that he calls them They're like the Nazi, Nazi assholes. assholes. Yeah, <laughs> they only live to get radical. Is like I want to I want to live to get radical. He's like that big guy. <laughs> that big guy's name is War Child, aka Lupton Pittman. That's what a, awesome. What a handle. Yeah, Lupton. <laughs> Lupton. Um, he says that the guys don't have any real understanding of yeah. the spiritual side of surfing. And so then Johnny sort of teases Bodhi about spiritual talk. Mm-hmm. And Bodhi says that Johnny must not understand it, but that he can see that he's got like whatever it is inside like the, him. The aura yeah. or whatever. Like he can see it. That's where you start to see that Bodhi is like. A spiritual dude, you know. Yeah, there's and something can, more to falls, him. And Ben and Utah is like starting to fall under a spell. Yeah, totally. He and he invites him to a party, 
and he says, you know, where's your place? And he says, come with Tyler. So I, I like that, that Bodie's playing matchmaker with Tyler sure. and, yeah. and Johnny Utah. But but it's still a huge bromance before, between these two dudes. So yeah, Absolutely. Like, oh. He wants to know more about this guy, Utah. He's like, yeah. man, I think he's intrigued by Utah yeah. as Utah is by him. So Pappas and Utah trail the Nazi assholes. Oh, yeah. So By the way, that, that car scene's hilarious. because they're chasing they, them? We, well, when they're just driving around the road over, like, sidewalks yeah, like and blasting people. movies. Yeah, Ketis is, like, standing up, like, ah, you know. <laughs> Going crazy. It is great. Uh, so they call in the plates on the Jeep first because right, they're in a right, Jeep. Right. They get a rap sheet back for Bunker, the guy that decked Keanu while yeah, he was surfing. the blonde guy. And they follow them all to their, like, drug den. And decide to stake it out for the night. And they've got a history a of like armed robbery and like drugs, drugs and this and that. Yeah, they've got they're like, oh, these guys like they're who we're looking for. They, you know, they they're... could fit the description. Exactly. So they're going to stake them out. Yeah, they're going to stake out and they're going to wait a for warrant. Yeah, they're going to wait for a warrant right. to, to go in. Um, and then towards the end of the night, as the night's wearing on, Babbitt and Alvarez show up to take over the lay shift. <laughs> Wait, in your in your mind as a viewer, first time viewer, yeah. is there a chance that these are the guys? Like, are you thinking, well, these are probably the guys? No. Or are you like, there's no, this is like the red herring. But again, your viewers in 91 aren't that experienced as far as like, they haven't had like 30 years of incredible cinema But you're like, it's 45 minutes into the movie, like this can't be... <laughs> Well, here's the other option. Here's the other option then. Is this going to be a longer, like slower burn with bad guys and key and like the it presupposes that like Patrick Swayze and like Bodie is going to help Johnny catch the bad guys? It could be. I mean, but something about this war child crew, like they seem a little too dumb. They just seem like they're not the guys who could be pulling off all these heists and getting away with it. That's a good point. Like they just seem like they're kind of mindless thugs. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know. That would be a waste of time. time. Oh, Ketis. He's my dude. <laughs> um, yeah. Then that's when, uh, yeah, like you said, Alvarez and Babbitt show up and they're pissed about having to pull like the overnight watch on the stakeout. Mm. They're like, these fucking guys. Well, Pappas gives them cold pizza. Like, yeah, it's good for breakfast. <laughs> and as, and as uh, Pappas and Johnny like pull away, like you, Utah flips them off. He's like, yeah, I, love, I never noticed that before just now. Like when he sticks his arm out the window and flips them off and they're driving off. <laughs> That's awesome. Like they really them. hate each other, those guys. It reminds me of, you know, Axel Foley and they had exactly. Taggart and Rosewood and then the other guys. Exactly. The yeah. banana and the, and the tailpipe guys. Yeah. You, need those guys. Tailpipe. you need like some antagonist to, for them to deal with until it comes time to deal with the big antagonist. So there's a rager at Bodie's house, you guys. Oh, this is Sam's favorite scene in the movie. Is, I think. is that a party the you want to go party? to? Oh, house party is one of my favorite. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's wild. Probably the, the quintessential party on the beach. At that in that time in California, like what's not to like? You get um the dude, one of his crew, who we don't know his name yet, but Gromit is doing a thing, and then there's that dude with like the the shirt or towel like tied around his head, who's just freaking the fuck out. So yeah, you got your your the girls you got fire. your druggies, you got your spiritualists, you have your you know uh, just all types of you know alcohol. I'm sure all types yeah. of drugs you want. You yeah, have, listen to the Jimi Hendrix. The, the, yes. the, the music's great. You 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 got the ambiances like the the lighting's perfect. The the it's decorated beautifully. Beautifully. Mm-hmm. And of course, we're kind of jumping a second, but there's surfboards hanging on the wall. I mean, yeah. it's, it's perfect. And it's literally a, a walk to the beach. Oh, yeah, it's an incredible scene. I want to be part of that party. I do. I do, too. Does it seem like so? Yeah. What Utah shows up with Tyler as planned. But Tyler seemed to get a little jealous, <laughs> like when when Bodie was with that other woman. Uh. 
I mean, I just thought but, that was like, oh, she's a little possessive of him. Provocative. Taking the sexy tequila shot. Yes, oh, yeah. exactly. It was like, and she's like, I taught him that trick. And she's <laughs> and like, goes, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> it was you. pretty great. Yeah, but yeah, she awesome. seemed like she's like still carries a flame for Bodie, maybe oh, on for some sure. level. Well, what I like is that these guys are party, party, party until like the switch flips. It, it's almost like, like clockwork. Like, okay, we got to go through. It's like fucking uh, like, over the top. It's like, like a, a machine, like a truck. Like a truck. <laughs> we, we have to go. We have to go surf. Exactly. Yeah, when they realize the the surf's up, then it's wait, time. Wait, wait, we got we got a hundred people here. I don't care. <laughs> it's the middle of the night. I don't care. Like, let's get the fire going and let's just get out of it. <laughs> yeah, so they're outside debating the merits of big wave surfing. Yes. This is a great scene. This is the core group is outside. The oh, main, you're right. So, so they, yes. they, they, they did that before. They, the, the, they the, did. The, it was the, just before. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Tyler says uh, big wave servings for macho idiots. Rogue says that nothing is better, not even sex. I love Tyler's comeback. She's like, well, maybe you're not doing it right, Roach. That's a sick burn. <laughs> so if you're a viewer, you know at that point that's them, right? Ooh, that's interesting. I mean, I think you gotta feel like this is our guys. If you, if you, honestly, if you go back to the first ex-president's robbery scene, the voice of Reagan is Swayze's voice. It's yeah. not anyone else's. So you know that. If you were paying close attention, like you know, so you're one step ahead of where Johnny's at, but it doesn't take anything yeah. away from it. And if anything, it sort of builds the suspense. Exactly. If you. After the discussion of locations for Biggest Wave, and they start to get into the discussion of, um, you know, going to do the the winter storm, riding the yeah, big wave. Bodie and they're, says, and they're talking Biggest about, Wave, Bells Beach, Australia. And they're talking about that to do that is like the ultimate goal. That's it. So they started, mm-hmm. they named a few, and then he named Bells Beach. And then Beach, he says, right? nah, bigger than any of those is going to be next year at, in Australia at Bells Beach. And he's telling him a story like, yeah, it's the 50 year storm and like for the ultimate ride or whatever, the ultimate rush, you got to be willing to pay yep. the ultimate price. Yep. Because it does seem like he's he makes it sound like it's basically a death wish like yeah. to go out there. It's not tragic to to die doing what you love. And then yes. the guys are like, that's how I want to go. The other um, Gromit, <laughs> Gromit says, I'm not going to live to see 30, which yeah, I, that's I used a good to say that all the time. So is the party seamlessly like shifted to the beach? What's a, And it's a nice that's a good bit of storytelling because it tells about the characters, but also lays out something that you can expect to maybe hear about again later in the film right like the whole like next summer at Bell's Beach like we're gonna be there but right. they also reveal who they really are and who what they what their aspirations are during that yeah. chat right yeah some guys are like oh well I'm about party they're looking for the ultimate rush yeah but I mean they're different yeah. though so Pat Swayze's the, the ultimate like I want I want this the, the biggest surf ever some other guys like you know oh I'm not gonna live till I'm 30 you know um He's more of a, maybe more of a party goer. You know, everybody's shows yeah, of cards yeah. in that moment. And Tyler seems like she's fed up with the talk. Like she gets up and just walks away and Utah follows her. And that's when they go to like Bodie's sort of surf shrine where he's yeah. got the surfboards up on the wall. And like there's all these pictures of him on waves and like rock climbing and skydiving and all that stuff. Surf shrine is nice. A nice yeah. way to put it. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Right. There's how, so, do you, how do you picture that house? I'm just curious. It's kind of be like it's in a Malibu beach house. Yeah, so, it's like at least three floors. So, so top floor where you sleep, middle floor where the party is, bottom and then the floor, basement's where all the surfboards, basement and surfboards into the beach, is. right? Is all of that funded through bank president money? Yeah, that's why you got to know. Like this money's coming from somewhere. Like this lifestyle is not cheap, and these guys don't really seem to work. Unless it was inherited from his yeah. family. His whole family's been surfing. Basically, his dad, grandfather, whatever. His, his dad invented surfing. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> he invented the surfboard. So this, he owns this house. He just 
Never really did much. He's really my buddy's top surf. But, um, dude, in that shrine, there's like so. This is a thing that gets me in movies every time I see it. Like, there's so many candles burning. Oh, there's I was like about to say 100 that. candles. Yes. It's like, who lights all these candles? <laughs> Bodhi. How disturbing, Bodhi. No, he has a road to do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, Bodhi, Bodhi probably just, he thinks that even the process of lighting candles is spiritual. I just no one takes the time to do that. Nobody writes that many. You do in ninety one. There's no internet. <laughs> what else are you gonna do? He's man? not on Facebook. He has lots of time. <laughs> it's absolutely true. Okay, fine. Fuck it. I'm with you guys. Hundred percent. Um, yeah. Tyler tells Johnny that she's afraid that he might be falling under Bodie's spell. And Bodie there is like maybe overhearing that, and he's like, "No, Johnny's got his own demons." Uh, so we we see Bodie peering into Johnny's deep. soul again. That is yeah. deep, and that's the line I was thinking about that maybe says he can peer into Johnny's yeah. soul and see there's something more to him. And then he like, says that he's keeping a secret. But, from but I think he's also yeah, he's saying that because he wants to find out more. He, he's oh, not yeah. he can't put his finger on it, but he knows there's something going on there. He's probably still wondering why this guy keeps coming back and hanging around him. Like mm-hmm. there's Could a mutual be. interest there, and he knows that that. Johnny wants something from him, and he's not sure yeah. what it is. But ba- basically, Bodie's like, come with us. We're going on a stealth mission, a little night surfing. Grab one of my boards. Um, so he, they do, both he and and uh, Tyler are going to go with. Would you go night surfing? I would course. if Bodie asked yeah, me to. Absolutely. I, th- I think even if you were not a FBI agent and you were just hanging out with a bunch of dudes in California at the time, you'd do it. He yeah, is nervous. He's nervous. He's I like, I can barely do this in the daylight. Get drowned. But Bodie, like, coaches him up. Once they're out there, he's like, you know, you just accept the wave's energy, and you go with it. You don't, like, you don't need to be able to see. I also imagine it's probably brighter at that night than it is on film, because yeah. Yeah. if you have the, the moon, moon light, you know, sometimes yeah. you're in the middle of an, like the night, but the, the moon's out, yeah. you can see. You're like, oh, oh yeah, you can I see really I well. I can see really well. I think yeah. this film, or this section of the film was shot, like, day for night. It was shot in the daytime. Yeah. And they put the... You Which know, you know what movie? Dark, one of the whatever. first movies, oldest movies I've ever seen do that was uh, Doctor No. Yeah, oh, 1962. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's like this for that process. Like, looks really good. You look at yeah. the Doctor No, and you, like you can see the oh, side of the sky, yeah. and like you yeah. know you can tell. But this one is a good job. It sells it that the whole day for night process. Also worth mentioning that. Crazy Rosie is on the beach playing with fire. Yes. He's not a surfer, we take it. Um, played by Lee Turgeson. You guys I love him. him. Yeah, he's playing from, from Oz. Oz. Yeah. He, I remember him always as Chet from the Weird Science television oh, show yeah. on USA. But yeah, he's like a, just a working actor. Yep. He was in, right around the same time he was in Wayne's World, he was like one of the crew of the show. Oh, that's right. He's the one that's like, I love you, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I he love had the same you, hairstyle. Man. He had the same look. Yeah. That was probably real hair. Yeah, probably. I think so. Good, good call. Um, yeah. Anyway, the scene looks amazing, as we as we all can agree. It looks awesome. The close ups in the dark with the water, it just yeah, it looks crazy. I love the bit where Tyler's like sort of hits the nail on the head, where they're out there on the on the waves floating, and she's like, you know, look at you, you look happy. Like usually, you look like you're doing all this for some other like a project <sighs> at school. Is that the moment he turned? Um, I think, but I think he's fallen under Bodhi's spell. Yeah, like he might not. He might. He might be in love with Tyler, but like he's falling also in love with Bodie. Yeah, I think yeah. for sure, one hundred percent. So um, like he's meant to be around these people, and he just found his true calling. But also, I think it shows that Tyler and him, Tyler and and Utah have a connection. Like yeah. she can see, she can peer into his soul as well. Like she can tell. Sometimes you're all the way here. Sometimes you're not all the way here. 
it sells the romance angle as well as like ups the stakes of his like yeah that she's invested in knowing more about him and yeah. and knowing who he is and then they hook up on the beach. Beach sex. That's pretty. What about that's, it? Yeah, pretty it romantic. Sandy. I mean, in real cool. life, it's probably like uh, not practical, but it's so romantic, you know. But then they kind of wake up on the beach, and you have yeah. the, the the smoke still going right from the fireplace. Yeah, Maybe yeah. They like they fire. shut that party down. All the other guys had like left at that time. They're like, "We'll leave the fire for them," you know. Like they're still. That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's you know they're just out of the water scene. when they got done surfing. It's pretty awesome. Like, yeah. I like for for a movie like this, you're like you want. It's the beach fantasy. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so I'm 100% on board yeah, with I'm it. I'm on board with it, too. I think there was, like, no sand in anybody's <laughs> nooks and crannies in this in this type no, of movie. 100% abrasion-free. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that is uh, that winds down this oh chapter gosh, of the movie. Oh, my gosh, how did we get here so quickly? Yeah, we're, we're cruising, guys. Yeah, we I are. I love it. There's a lot more to talk about. Like, the, the stakes are about to be raised. It's all fun and games right now. Someone's about to get hurt. Yep. Um... I hope you'll be back with us next week, Sam. I hope you'll be back with us because we're like, we're going all in on Point Break. This is the shit. It is. Thanks so much for joining us, you guys. We'll be back. I-